are VP marketing and your hot take is a very spicy one. I cannot wait for this. Every company should fail at marketing. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks for the intro, Armando. Um, really excited to talk to everybody today about this topic. So let's get into it. So my name's Carl Weersbicki. Uh, I've been a marketer for 25 years, my entire career, but all kinds of different roles at all kinds of different companies from enterprises in hyper growth to bootstrap startups. I've been a copywriter. I've led the department, uh, all kinds of experience. But the one common thread that goes through it all is, um, you know, I work with go-to-market teams to improve execution and drive results and performance. And the way that I do that is to make sure that we always have the customer at the focus of whatever marketing is doing and to make sure that we're listening to what the data tells us. So we'll get into that in the session. Uh, right now, I'm a marketing consultant. I'm self-employed. I'm looking for my next big thing. And two interesting facts about me. I love to speed run gong calls. I actually wish I could speed run live meetings at 2.5x, but we're still waiting for that functionality. Uh, also, uh, folks that know me would probably vote me least likely to de deliver a hot take in real life. So what you may notice as we go through today's content, it may not fit the mold of a hot take, but I didn't want to let this opportunity pass me by to try to demystify a topic for marketers. Uh, an issue that's really vexed the profession since it, it got started. So <clears throat> the title of this session is very intentionally chosen. Every company should fail at marketing, not to say that we should go out and intend to fail or that we should strive to fail, but that we should expect to fail. And the reason for that is we live in a very volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world. You could Google the VUCA acronym and find all kinds of great articles about it. But the nut of the concept is this. We live in a world where we don't have all of the information or the opportunity to make perfect decisions. And the pace at which that uncertainty is growing is really outstripping the ability of marketers and companies to respond and adapt to it. Uh, if you don't believe the concept, just think back to some recent examples of plan killers that you may remember. You know, we've got a workforce that is very chaotic. Um, we have 33% uh, have quietly quit. Uh, and there is a talent uh, shortage that is basically um, ongoing and enduring and predicted for the foreseeable future where there is more demand for certain roles than there is supply to meet it. And that gap is widening in certain areas. Um, as well, there's an economic downturn. I've got it in scare quotes because although the economic indicators aren't there for a recession, we see an enduring and remarkable pessimism in the marketplace that has basically slowed selling and purchasing down to a crawl and has a lot of companies kind of evaluating options for how they're going to weather this and how long it's going to take. And then I'm sure a hundred other speakers uh, this month have been talking about AI and how uh, ChatGPT's launch uh, a few months ago took AI from being like an intellectual academic concept and made it crack cocaine for CEOs and boards and investors. And it's now uh, like the number one priority facing every business. How does this impact my business? How does this impact my customer's business? Where do we fit into our business model? All of this is wreaking havoc with business strategy, marketing strategy. 
Don't believe me. McKinsey released a report recently that said out of the thousands of companies that standard and poor um, rates credit for 75% of those are going to fail in the next four years. So this is an environment that is adversarial to marketing success. Um, and we should anticipate that failure happens and will happen more frequently. So with that in mind, I mean, one of the things that in my experience I've realized is we don't really talk about it in a productive way. Certainly we have conversations with the board and with our boss about why things went south, but generally speaking, those conversations, we try to provide enough of a, uh, of a post uh, mortem to um, be able to move on to the next thing gracefully. And, and we kind of avoid the topic and, and dealing with it in a productive way. And, we should realize that topic avoidance has like a very high cost. It artificially localizes the failure to marketing. Marketing touched this last. <laughs> Therefore, they must be the ones that screwed it up. Uh, and that kind of approach ignores the whole upstream go-to-market food chain and marketing strategy. Also, I think, um, you know, uh, fear of failure perpetuates our human bias to loss aversion. As humans, we're hardwired psychologically to make decisions to minimize any kind of loss or risk. We have a fear of messing up. And that leads us to make smaller, safer bets, which is not really what a marketer um, should be shooting for. We should be having big, bold bets um, and trying to have big rewards. And that can be the impact that marketing uh, should generate for the organization. Uh, and then lastly, I mean, if you're not doing a deep dive on why things went south, you have a very superficial assessment that leads to shiny object syndrome. We typically blame the tool set and say that the reason things went south is we didn't have the latest, greatest, shiniest, fanciest marketing what's it, whether it's a automation tool or a content delivery platform or analytics or intent data, whatever, um, you know, if you don't dig deep and, and look for root causes, you can artificially attach the blame to something superficial and ne never really put yourself in a position to actually learn from your mistake. And that's really the point of me speaking on this topic today is to try to get us to shift our mindset a little bit and see the value in our failures. When marketing doesn't work. It's providing data points on your go-to-market and it's giving the marketing team opportunities to do a few things that they wouldn't otherwise necessarily have an opportunity to do, such as get everybody involved and try to figure out um, what happened and what could be done differently to improve things. Uh, gives marketing a chance to relitigate some of the assumptions that were made about business strategy and foundational elements like the IPC, uh, ICP, product positioning, messaging, etc. I mean, because of um, the foundational nature of these assets, my experience is they typically outlive their value and get to be too long in the tooth. So having a, a retrospective allows us to open the hood on that stuff, hold it up to the light of day and say, hey, does this still apply in our rapidly changing world or do we need to actually adapt it and change it? Lastly, and most importantly, I think the real value that people can extract from failure in marketing is to build resilience into um, your go to market. And what I mean by that is it provides an opportunity to practice adaptation, uh, communication and innovation in marketing. Um, we take those failures and we use them to build good habits for responding to the ever changing world around us. I mean, even take a look at what worked um, from a marketing perspective a year ago. That stuff's not working now. What's working today? 
that may not be working in six months. So we are in a profession where we need to be continually responding to and adapting to um, our tactics and our strategies to the world around us and the economy and the customers and the pace of technology around us. And if we don't, we're going to get left behind. So in some ways, failure is good practice for you know adaptation and innovation. Take advantage of it.